BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. It's me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and my producer, Taylor. I always, always, when you say your intro, go along with it in my head too, because I know it by heart. Well, honestly, just now, fun fact, guys, I normally do it on the second try. For some reason, the first one, I always want to do my YouTube intro just out of habit. And that's only become a thing in the past few months. So I don't really know why. And I was saying that one really slow because I was trying to remember it as I went. What is their exact YouTube intro? I've watched your videos before. I just can't recall because I've seen, I don't know them. Obviously I know the, the podcast in and out. So I don't have like as strong of a solid intro on my YouTube channel, but I'm always like, Hey guys, what's up? It's Kinsey. So that's why I'll try to do something else. But I'm like, this is not, this is not the time nor the place, you know? Got it. That makes sense. I have a question for you. How are, how's everything going with the, the merch? Oh, it's going great. Um, so many people have been sending me, um, photos in their merch and stuff. It's really cool because I love the new tab on Instagram where you can see how many stories you've been tagged in. It was really great. Um, also Taylor. Oh, but I basically, I've been able to see all of everyone wearing the merch. It's so cool. Quentin lives in it. All of my friends basically live in it. I live in my stuff. It's awesome. Also, Taylor, did you get the story that I sent you earlier? Oh, no, I have not. Okay, so someone tagged us in an Instagram story. I'm looking right now. Oh, my gosh, that's Maddie. That is my best, my childhood best friend of 12 years, 10 years. Okay, that makes sense. I was going to say it sounds... I heard, I heard it at the very end. I heard it. No, you know what's also, speaking of running into someone, do you know what's really funny? I can't go to a hot Pilates class anymore without meeting someone who either listens to the podcast or watches my videos. I would love that. I've infiltrated the place. I think that's a good thing. I, I think... I think going around and being noticed in any regard must be fun. I mean, it's it's happened, again, here or there, especially like, oh my God, like you are Taylor from like the Skinny Confidential. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I mean, I'm not like part of the Skinny Confidential, but of course that's me if you watch Lauren. And I always get a, like, a, like a great sense of enjoyment from it because I, I always like, I'm always like so excited. Yeah. So I think it for me, if it's anything like the way that I, when someone comes to me, it's, I, I just get such a great feeling from it. Oh, no, it's so cool. And I mean, I love meeting people who like watch stuff because I think too, it's cool to put like a face to like, not a number, but a profile almost. But it's also like when I'm in class, I think people are just confused because normally if you are like, obviously if they see someone get stopped, I mean, now they probably like, they probably realize that there's like influencers and stuff. But I feel like traditionally they think it's like celebrities. So they think you're like a way bigger deal than you are. And everyone's just confused because normally like that's not how like you wouldn't be where I'm at in the studio if that was the case. You know what I mean? You do so much. You you talk about the hot Pilates so much that you should bring on your the teacher. Oh, OK. See, that is what we're getting here. So this morning, my entire morning was made because I was leaving Pilates. So my favorite teacher is Daylight, right? She's my ride or die favorite teacher. I schedule my entire life around her class schedules. When I'm booking recordings, I go on the like schedule to see when she's teaching. And I I even base like recordings around her schedule. Like I, I go every single Monday night, Tuesday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Friday morning right now. Like I'm obsessed with her. I love her to death, whatever. I'm not shy. I am literally not someone who gets shy. I'm not like... And I don't know what it is, but when I'm around her, I just think like the world of her and I think she's the coolest person to ever exist. So I'm so much quieter. Like she's so loud and so fun. And honestly, like we're in and out of the classes. So it's not like we have that much time to talk or anything, but I've noticed I'm like so much quieter when I'm around her. Anyways, she came up to me this morning and she was telling me how great of a job I was after or I was doing after class and how she wants me to like privately train with her. And so and gave me her phone number. So basically, I feel like I'm the coolest person in the world. And I also do want to have her on the podcast. Um, and then I can tell her that I'm not 
shy, you know? I think that'd be a great idea. Number one, you get more of an in with the teacher. So then she'll take a better approach of making sure that focusing on that you're always doing great in the in the class. And then she can share her wealth of knowledge of being a teacher. And I'm sure it extends well beyond just Pilates. So mm-hmm. I think that'd be interesting because it's been a while since I think we, you've had a health focused episode. So I think that'd be perfect. I think it's perfect for the new year as well. As we come into that, I definitely do want to record with her. So I will be asking, oh my gosh, this weekend I took, speaking of Pilates, sorry to be so annoying everyone. I took Quentin to his first hot Pilates class. And most people are like, oh my gosh, like, how'd you get him to do that? Like, wow, boy, best boyfriend ever. Like, can't believe he did that. He's been asking me to go since like May. And I just said, absolutely not until I really needed someone to go with me on Saturday. And he's actually taking tomorrow with me as well to Daylot's class. So then he can finally meet her as well. And I have a bunch of friends going. It's really kind of just become a whole family ordeal over here. I don't know much about Pilates, but Pilates is the workout where you're using the, it's like not, it's not a machine, but it has resistant band, resistant bands, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with it. I've never, I've never been. So I heard on the skinny confidential, your whole bench press thing today. Oh yeah. I used to be quite the gym rat. Back oh, the day. quite the gym and rat. So I'm going to fact check that one with Michael. Oh, I, trust me. There was a period of time that I went, I, I would work out, I think five days a week. Michael and I even had like a competition that Lauren filmed it for a period of time where I, I challenged him to a workout competition. We didn't do the workout competition, but we did race and he's pretty, he's faster than I thought. So I that lost so that, funny. but definitely I, I, and there, it had to do with the competition with our other friend, Weston, where we were trying to get in the mo- the best shape as quick as possible. And whoever lost would do the, the there's a, a, from Seinfeld, the George Costanza, where he's wearing these like whitey tidies on a couch. We were supposed to do that. Whoever the lost was supposed to do that photo shoot. I won, but it also, there's more to the story where I, I went and got this like weird spray tan and it was just, it was horrible. I've never got a spray tan, but I did for this, for the judging thing. It was, it was bad. Can you like pull photos of this and we'll put it in the Facebook group? I'm going to see if I can find them. I, I know that they, this was a couple years ago, so I'm sure it exists somewhere. Oh my gosh, Taylor, you never edited your vlog. Oh shit. That reminds me. Okay. I, I will, I'll post it for next week. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure it's in there. Perfect. Yeah. I just have been in such a good mood. I think it's the holiday spirit. You may be thinking it's November. It's actually Christmas season to me. Here's my thought process on it. I'm only in um, California as a whole for like two weeks in December. I go to New York and then we're going back to Texas for two weeks and I'm going to be in Texas for a week of Thanksgiving. So if you think about it, if I want to get the most out of my holiday season, I have to start early. And I would start early regardless because I just love the holiday, love the holiday spirit. I block out all of the haters and Mr. Grinches themselves, and I can't even hear it. My tree is up in my house. It's just been so incredible. Also, I really do genuinely believe these next two months are going to be the best two months of my whole life. I'm going back to Texas, then back to LA, then to New York, and then back to Texas. Quinton's going with me, so it's going to be very fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. So I've just been in a really great mood. I love school again. I changed my mind. I decided, you know what? It's great. Actually, it wasn't my program. It was just like the school part. And like, it it really, it's just like my workload is not as bad as it once was. So I'm just really thriving, you know? Especially because it's the end of the year too. So that's, you, you have, everything's on the horizon. There's, what is it? Love in the air. You're, there's Thanksgiving coming up. You get to go back home. You're, you're thriving with energy. It's really incredible. I can't wait. I'm just in such, like, I'm just in a good, great, great mood. Also, Morgan Yates, who I need to have back on the podcast, um, came up with the Starbucks drink. You know, the whole, like, pumpkin cream cold brew Oh, my God. Thing? Don't even get, I, okay, I, I hope you're going to say something good about it, because I've been drinking that, and it's been amazing, and I loved it. And I'm usually not a huge Starbucks fan, but I've been going, and I've been, that thing is amazing. And then I went there the other day. It doesn't exist anymore, and it's gone. Oh, okay. Well, I have great news for you. I agree. The drink is awesome. And I'm not someone who's into sweet drinks in the slightest. Like I drink my coffee black. So that's really saying something. So I have a great news for you. Morgan herself, she's taking it upon herself to handcraft her very own Starbucks holiday drink. So instead of the pumpkin sweet cream cold brew, get the peppermint sweet cream cold brew. Do you like peppermint? I would say I'm indifferent on it. I, I'd i have to try it to see if it's good, but I, I'm not. I'm neither for nor against it. Okay, so I think this drink is the best thing to happen ever. I think it's better than the pumpkin one, but I know there are people, I found this out today, that don't like peppermint. I didn't realize it was such a hot topic, but what you do, you go to Starbucks, you order your sweet cream cold brew with peppermint syrup. 
And you can just get a sweet cream cold brew. It doesn't have to be a vanilla sweet cream cold brew. A lot of people have been asking about that. You don't want the vanilla in it. So say no to the vanilla. Say yes to the peppermint. It's the sweet cream cold brew with peppermint syrup. It's not on the menu officially. It should be. I posted it the other day because I was like, wow, this is incredible. And I tried it. I asked for a recommendation from Morgan. Then I went to Starbucks this morning and it was right by school. So I ran into a bunch of friends and two of them were in line in Starbucks to buy the drink that I recommended on Instagram, I realized I'm not only an influencer, but a real life influencer because they were also wearing old clothes of mine because I keep, you know, I just really am just like infiltrating the whole place and has to have something to do, you know? So that drink is really, really good. And I think everyone needs to go to Starbucks and order it and let me know. I'm already like my mentions on Instagram are already flooded with you guys, which this really started like yesterday. So it's really wild. You guys are quick, but this drink is so good. I'm going to go try it this weekend or but next time I go to a Starbucks because I specifically went to there to get that drink and it wasn't there. And I saw the peppermint one. And again, because I'm indifferent on it, I looked at it and I thought, eh, I'll just get the, the one with sweet cream and or whatever, whatever the original one is. And it wasn't very good at all, but inadvertently you just came up with a perfect hashtag and, or some sort of a, 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 a naming that could go on the back of your next sweatshirt. And it says hashtag no to the vanilla. Yes. To the, to the peppermint. I don't know why, but that sounds awesome. Do they have peppermint year round or is that really a holiday thing? I don't know, but see, that's what I'm saying is like vanilla is looked at as like plain yeah. And kind of like, oh, there's not really much to it. That's the original one. And then peppermint is like spicy and like festive. So that's why the the no to the no to the vanilla, yes to the peppermint. You're like peppermint. Yeah. See? No, it's really incredible. I need everyone to go get it. And Taylor, I especially need you to. And I know that you're not. And well, actually, you have to because you don't have pumpkin anymore. But no, I'll probably no end choice. up bringing it. I'll bring it to you. Actually, if I have time on Friday morning, I'll bring it to you. But I'm going from Pilates. So we will see. But this week's episode is very exciting. It is with my friend, Alexa Losi. She is one of my favorite people. I think the absolute world of her. I saw her very briefly the other night at an event, actually. But I think the world of her. I think she's just she's so kind so welcoming. She's just very personable. I think she's really good with people. She's really compassionate. She has one of the biggest hearts. She's so wise. She just, I don't know, like she's just so cool. She's very well-rounded. Basically, I don't can't even find the words that I'm trying to look for, but I love Alexa so, so much. She started on um, her whole like internet presence thing on YouTube forever ago. She's like OG, very OG. And I love her to death. We met forever ago. You guys will hear all of this in the podcast, but she's amazing. Seriously, guys, this is such a good guest. Be sure to be listening. Um, I'll have everything in the show notes down below. If you guys have not joined the secret Facebook group, you guys are missing out. And also we do have merch available. It is so cool. We do have a new holiday drop coming soon. So I have that in the show notes down below. Thank you to everyone who has purchased it. I think it's been out for almost like a week and a half, two weeks now, and it is going great. So love you guys so much. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Okay, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to talk to you guys about my favorite jewelry. So Majuri, spelled M-E-J-U-R-I, is the jewelry company that has finally figured out what no one else in the jewelry business has been able to for hundreds of years. Women do not need a special occasion or somebody else giving a gift if they want high quality jewelry. I wear jewelry every single day. I'm someone who is willing to invest and spend a little bit more money into jewelry, maybe not break the bank and be super, super crazy. That's why I love Majuri. So Majuri makes handcrafted fine jewelry for your everyday. I wear my heart necklace every single day. If you guys follow me on Instagram, if you guys watch my YouTube videos, I am constantly talking about it because it's on every day. When I do those outfit of the days in my mirror, in my room, in my vlogs, I know you guys know if you watch my YouTube videos, I'm always like, Say, I say every single thing that I'm wearing. At the end, I talk about jewelry and I'm always like, and my Majuri necklace that I wear every single day. So I am the biggest fan. So if you guys want to check out Majuri, go to Majuri.com. And what's even cooler about them is that they have relationships with the best manufacturers and sell directly to you. So their jewelry is handcrafted with the same top materials, 
but without the traditional markups, which we all love. So they're in L, Vogue, Refinery29. They have over half a million Instagram followers and 70,000 people on the wait list for their weekly drops. So you guys know they're legit. So I think you guys should go treat yourself right now. Head on over to Missouri.com slash I love you. That is Missouri.com slash I love you. And you guys will get free shipping on orders over $100. Again, that is Missouri, M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash I love you. Again, Missouri dot com slash I love you. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hey, Alexa. Hey, what's up? Okay, I'm so glad you're here. Glad We've been to be here. wanting to record for a while and we finally have our date and here we are. Yes, we are. So here we go. how long have we known each other? Probably we like, met in Austin. Yeah. When I was probably, was I 18? Yeah. yeah, I was 18. I hadn't turned 19 yet. I was in high school. Yeah. In Austin at a Mike Stud concert. Good Lord. I haven't heard that name in like so long. I did because I ended up at his house last weekend. <laughs> I was like, whose house is this? And I was like, why am I here? I'm completely sober. It's four in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, Mike Stud? And then I thought of you and yeah. Megan Parkin. Yeah. And was like, whoa. Throwback to that. That yeah. was really a time. Well, Megan Parkin was like, Alexa, you got to come out to Austin. Come stay with me. And we can go to this Mike Stud concert. And I'd never heard of him before. I was like, okay. She was like best friends with him online or something. But like, yeah. why did we go to a Mike Stud concert? It was so random. That's obscure. And yeah, two other people were there. And we had gone. Janine was there. Oh, Janine was there. I was in Austin I was like already going, and then I don't know how it. I don't even know how it ended up happening. Was Janine going to school there at that time? Yeah, she was at UT Austin. Got at the time. it, got it, got it. Re- yeah. Are you from Austin? No, I'm from Dallas. But okay, it was like I it. was already going to visit them that weekend or something and then, like, like that. Stud happened, and you were like, "Bam, yeah. there we are." Yeah, clearly, and that was like that was it. Yeah. Yes, I remember very vividly. But you know, it's my dream to live in Austin. Really? Yeah. I love Austin. It's one of my favorite cities in America. It's so beautiful. It's so nice. I love Texas. Okay, so do you want to do a little one-minute bio, a little background on yourself? So I started my whole journey on YouTube when I was 16, and I was making videos about fashion and beauty. I had no idea what I was talking about. Ultimately, it kind of became like a high school channel. Yeah. I would say it was like kind of the same genre of like what Hannah Maloche and like Yes. Um, Ellie Thuman make now and like yeah. summer like all those Black girls group. it was kind of like that same what style was your username Smoky Pink Leopard <laughs> it's also the name I love of it. my company so no I literally love it I'll never shed that name it's perfect no it, it's actually so good yeah, yeah. I, I never want it I always want it to be at some point like if I'm not like producing or I'm writing a script it goes through Smoky Pink Leopard Productions amazing it's so. like you have to keep it around for forever oh I'm never gonna it, I'll be like 75 <laughs> owning a production company or construction company because I change what I want to do every single day but it'll be like Smoky Pink Leopard construction <laughs> Smoky Pink Leopard law like who knows anyway that's not my one minute bio so yeah I was started with this YouTube channel and then from there just kind of got new opportunities I started screenwriting when I was 19 sold a couple scripts started acting yeah so I've just kind of been in LA and London trying to get navigate what to do it's been always internet life it's always stemmed from YouTube or Instagram or something along those lines but it's been cool to get to wear a lot of different hats so now I'm a creative consultant I'm an image director screenwriter producer, YouTuber, actor. What else? I don't know. I like how you actually have like your, like you so many times, like I was going to ask that question and everyone's like, I just do everything, but that was really helpful. Okay, cool. Thank you. That was a really good bio. But I think it's like, we live in a generation where we are so many things. Exactly. No, I think it's so cool. That's the great thing about you. You're always not even on to the next thing. You're just always, you have new interests all the time. Like you're always so interesting to talk to because there's something new. Thanks. You know? I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I get bored quick. That's what happens. No, you are also one of the like most welcoming people. Like you're so friendly. You're so welcoming. I was thinking about this earlier. You have such a big heart. Like this is what I tell Chris Clemens too. Every time. Yes. And I'm like, Chris likes to act like he's like, this cold hard, like uh-uh. you suck, whatever. I'm like, he's literally like the biggest teddy bear. He's so nice. Yeah, like he's the best. He's not gonna let you walk all over him, but no. he's literally the most like friendly, loving person you'll ever meet. I think Chris and I are similar in that way. I like, agree. Like I even I feel like because I talk kind of monotone-ish, like I'm just jaded now. Not a lot excites me. <laughs> I just got an assistant and she's like the most excited person on planet yeah. Earth. And she can't read if I'm excited or not. And I'm like, no, trust me, if I'm saying I'm excited, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't get more than this. Yeah. So, How was your life with an assistant? 
life-changing. Is it so much better? Oh, my God. It feels like hitting CBD emotionally every <laughs> single day. What would you have her do versus what would you have, like... Oh, she like, also loves you, you, by the way. She loves this podcast. She'll be listening to this. No way. Hey, Kelsey. That is so funny because yeah, Lauren said the same thing about her assistant. I'm like, there's just something about it. Yeah, okay, cool. I think wow, anyone that hello. wants to work for a YouTuber yeah, genuinely loves it. the internet. Yeah, would you, what would I have her do? Yeah. We kind of do everything. Like, she helps me with videos. I'm honestly, if you watch one of my YouTube videos and you comment, it's Kelsey commenting back. I don't read okay, the cool. comments anymore. Yeah. She helps me literally come up with ideas, ship out packages, do returns, keeps my schedule going, helps me take Instagram pictures. And then she does like a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we're still kind of developing. So I don't really want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. But no, yeah. She basically just, it, it, she doesn't really do that much personal assisting. She more just helps me with, YouTube and every now and again I'll be like oh my god I need you to go do this and she's like you know I can do that whenever you want <laughs> you know it's like my but, job but yeah, yeah I like want reason I'm asking is I'm like I do like post-graduation I like keep thinking yeah. about that I also just need to be like working with someone totally I'm That's so what helps me. I'm like a visionary like mm-hmm. I have the ideas I can see everything in my head I know what I want to do and it's not that I don't execute like I always execute I'm just not administrative like mm-hmm. I'm not super like detail oriented and like I've made it work up until this point mm-hmm. but I think like when I graduate and I'm back to like full-time full-time yeah this plus more I just like want to add someone I mean I graduated last year and doing school with everything else it's like even if you're not constantly doing it your head is still in school yes. Yes. and it was so hard to balance everything it, it's just I feel like I'm gonna feel so different because I can't even imagine it mm. not being like this. Like I'm just so used to this totally. that I can't imagine. Okay, I'm really going quickly. back to school. Wait, are you really? Yeah, I'm going back to school next semester. I'm going to a community college and Here? I'm going to study art history. Yeah, that's amazing. It's also cool because if I have to travel for work, I'm not doing it for a grade. I'm doing it because I genuinely love art history. Yeah, and I feel like I go to museums and I just don't know enough. And that's like the highlight of any travel that I have. I literally love photography and art more than anything. It makes my heart full. So I was like, I got to go back to school and do this. And then I'll tell you, I'm going back to school for another thing as well, which I can talk about later. Okay, cool. That's great because I actually have education on here. So really? Also, this is exactly what I'm talking about. But you're so interesting because there's always something new. Love this. Right now, I am trying to be... The Julia Child of healthy living and cooking and okay, perfect. going back to school for art history because I get bored so much and Love have that. to. Love that. Okay, let's do hot seat really question. Woo. So I just have three quick questions for you. Mm-hmm. The first one, I pretty much ask this in every episode now, so it's fine. What is the best purchase you've made in the past six months under $100? This kind of ties in to school. Not perfect. But it's called Venture Deals, Be Smarter Than Your Lawyer and Venture Capitalist by Brad Feld and Jason Mendelson. And they also offer an online course that's completely free. That's oh, eight weeks. That. And they teach you everything about VC funding, venture capitalists, and how to legally read documents. Because I was oh. like, if I want to start a business and get funding or even get an angel investor in anything, I need to know what I'm talking about. So this is like my baby steps to learning as much as I want or as much as I can about VC funding. And then I do iTunes University and I watch all the Princeton and Harvard lectures that I can find yeah. about VC funding. So I don't want to pay for another degree or be in debt. Like, not my vibe. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, that's the book that I bought in the past six months. It was, like, 20 bucks, and I've learned so much. I'm going to order that. Absolutely. I'll order it for you. Oh, my God. No, Alexa. Seriously. I want you to have this. Like you were literally the kindest person ever. I want everyone to read it, because even if it's something where people don't know that they want, yeah. it's just good to know about it. It is just good to know. Every no, YouTuber it's really needs good to it. know. I love that. Yeah, it's See, great. every single time someone says something, I always end up buying it. Like, I'm constantly buying products. I was telling him, like, Lauren was in here last Good. week. And since then, I bought two bags and a new self-tanner. So that's how you know Lauren is on the podcast because Lauren is two like, bags and a self-tanner. But Lauren is, like, the person that knows all the best everything. Exactly. Like I need to know what to buy, whatever, I go to Lauren. I don't even, exactly. like— She was literally talking about this. She's like, yeah, I am an influencer, but I really pride myself on the fact of being a real-life influencer. My friends are constantly <laughs> asking me what to buy, and then I send it over. She's like, that's what I'm most proud of. And she's also somebody that's friends with a bunch of people that are influencers. So it's yeah. like if she's influencing the influencers, everybody just go follow Lauren of Elizabeth English. Yep. Follow Lauren Elizabeth. Just make your life a little easier. Yeah, actually. She really just has the best taste. Okay, mm-hmm. number two. What is your favorite restaurant in LA? Oh, John and Vinny's. I was hoping you'd say that. I literally had a call with them today. Did you really? Yeah, it literally. Spectacular. They're the best. Like, oh my God. 
what do you get there with your order oh my gosh i get the la woman pizza the one with burrata on top of it yeah then i get the spicy fusilli with extra parmesan i get the chicken cutlet with a side of ranch and i get nona's lemon cookies Oh, I've never gotten uh, the cookies. The best. The best. I've gone to John and Benny's. I went three times last week, and then Love. I'm going again this week. Like, Love. it's actually kind of a problem, but it's literally, it's not overhyped. It's no. the best place. It's my favorite restaurant. The best food. It's the best food you'll ever have. Oh, my God. Best, no, best, best food. It's just so good. Sugarfish is a close second. And yes. then, have you ever been to Cliff's Edge? No, where's Silver that? Lake? It's right on Sunset. It's the best. It's like the vibiest okay. restaurant. So I don't think their food is as good as John and Benny's, but if you were looking for a vibe, there what kind of vibe is it it's like outdoors fairy okay. lights trees oh like beautiful okay yeah. i'll check that out gorgeous um number three what is the favorite part of your day oh my gosh my workout same no it's it my favorite part of my day is my workout and then at nighttime when i journal that's literally my answer like wow. legitimately is my answer it's like Why when i read you? and write and when i work out i like hate the rest of the day if we're being honest <laughs> I'm like the only highs of my day. I read this morning for like two hours and then I had to stop reading. Someone was coming over for a meeting about something I'm like really excited about. And I was so upset. I was like, this is not fair. I'm That's, like over it. All I did yesterday is I had like plans with three different people and they all canceled. But I was like genuinely so excited that they no. did because I just read the entire day. No, and it's like perfect. And then I watched The Politician on Netflix, which is so good. I need to watch that. It's I'm really so bad funny. about watching. And it's because of school, I think. Mm. But I'm really bad about watching Netflix except for, well, this is on Netflix, but I love This Is Us. Season oh. four is on. So I'm like up to date with that. I mean, there's one episode in the season. I'm like someone who like, I'll have to binge something mm-hmm. in like a day. Got it. So if I'm not like immediate, you know what I mean? Like I've mm-hmm. got to just do it right then and there. So I'm like pretty I bad mean, about shows. I'm like good about shows, but at the end of the day, because I feel like- You have to be. People, if I'm yeah. doing like the VC stuff or if I'm like doing any school related or been reading, I have to watch Paradise. <laughs> or I have to watch Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Like the Masked Singer. What is that? Oh my God. It's the dumbest show, but it's perfect. Okay, perfect. All these celebrities wear these costumes and they sing and you don't know who they are. So oh. T-Pain won last season and he was the monster, <laughs> but they unmask if they get voted off. So you're oh. like rooting. You're like, I want the ladybug to win. But like this episode, it was like Ninja, that gamer. Yeah. He was the ice cream. And oh. like, if you're a good singer and performer, no one knows who you are. You might unmask yes. it and you're like, Joey Fatone, sick. But like, <laughs> as the rabbit, you're like, I stand the rabbit. Like, no one, none of my friends watch it. So like, when I tweet what about it. What is it on? I don't know. It's on Hulu. Okay. I can well, watch it on Hulu. That's all you know. That's all I know. That's actually really cool. I've never heard of that. It's like heaven. I've also never watched like Bachelor, Bachelor. I, I'm what? so behind. I know it's so, it's like embarrassing to me at this point because especially in the podcast world, because it's such a big thing. Do you mm. know how many episodes I've been asked or I've been on? And Damn. like, here's the thing, like people talk about it so much and like I follow the Instagram stories, yeah. like I see them, like Lauren's, So everyone. you know like what it is, who yeah. the players are. Yeah. yeah. Like I know the whole thing. I'm like, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm like actually very far, like in the know, <laughs> but like I know nothing at the same time. Yeah. So I have to just watch it, but I need to like commit to like a watch party or something totally. and then I'll be in it but like there's just no excuse at this point because I just feel like yeah. I'm just, like dumb at this point because I don't know what anyone's talking about that's how I was I don't like watching bachelorette okay or bachelor frankly only paradise that's what people have been saying lately I don't care what they do on The Bachelor. I think the whole idea of dating one person is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. That's why yes. I'm like, this is, like, so dumb at the end of the day. I don't know. Just, I love Paradise because there's just so much shit that happens. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's like heaven. It's, like, perfect. Oh, it's like Love Island, but, like, more tears. Yeah. I couldn't get into Love Island. I haven't ever watched it. I just, like, I know what it is. My British friends, because I was in London this summer for, like, it's too long, but not too long. I want to live there. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say that in case immigrations like listens to my sorry immigrations. I don't want to live there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just a joke. Um, <laughs> kidding. No, um, what was I gonna say? Damn it. Love Island. Oh, Love Island. Yeah. All my British friends watch it, and I was like, I just can't, I can't, I don't get it. Wasn't Trisha Paytas on that? I don't know. She was on Reality House, which was Keenan and JC's like reality show that they did. Okay. Which was also like heaven. Perfect. I, I Trisha Paytas is really something. She really keeps you on your toes, you know? Oh, I love her. No, she's, like, so funny. Her worship music? Uh, don't, it's the... I the, love you, Jesus. What's the... There's, like, a music video. I don't know if there's more than one where there's, she's at, like, a mansion. There's a pool. I think, I think that's a song. She's wearing, like, yeah. a cheerleader uh, costume. 
Is that is that a worship song though? Yes. Yeah. And no, she's wearing like, a cheeto and a costume and like Jesus is wow. on it or something like wow. that. It's incredible. I see her it's in from time to time. And like, I don't know. I feel like not that I know all the YouTubers, but I've kind of like met everybody at yeah. this point. I've not like properly met Trisha and I don't want to because I don't want to ruin the magic. Yeah. Like she is someone to me that is still like, yes, she's like a goddess in my mind. Yeah. I love her. I love her. I love that the same person does both of our hair. It just makes me like so happy. Yeah. You just like the little going. things. Like knowing that we had the same lunch that day. Mm-hmm. Like just like I feel connected to her, but like I don't know her at all. In just the right amount of way. Like not Perfect. enough to where like, because once you meet someone, like you just, mm. you meet them and it's like not the same anymore. Mm. You know, you just like that. don't want to meet them. Like there are people that I just like don't want to meet. I mean, yes and no. There was someone that I thought I never wanted to meet, and then I met them, and I'm even more obsessed. They were better? Yes. They were even better than I expected, and I'm now, like, I'm convinced that I'm friends with them, but I'm not. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. But, like, I literally just want happy things for them. Okay, yeah. Obsessed. You just love, love, love. Love them. Love that. Okay, wait, let's go back to talking about school. What else are you going back for? Right now, it's just art history. But what did you say? You were, like, talking about going... Oh, the VC school. It's, like, kind oh, of school Oh, that's what you're talking about. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I teach university. Okay, cool. I mean, that's basically, like, what I want to do. I, like, just have to do that. It's totally. basically what I'm saying. Well, at first, I was going to go back to school, and I was going to apply to, like, USC, UCLA, mm-hmm. maybe even, like, East Coast, maybe. But then I was, like, looking at how much it would cost and <laughs> yeah. how much debt I would be in, and I'm just, like, I don't know. I'd rather put that towards investments, and I think anybody that would want to work with me in the VC world, if I was, like, hey, I didn't want to be in debt. I wanted to put my money towards my business. And I learned everything on iTunes University for free and everything through this incredible, like the course is like, they said retail is $5,000 and they're just giving yeah. it out completely free because they want to educate people, which is so wow. cool. And the community college, it's 150 bucks a class. Yeah. And then you get a student ID. So if you're ever filming anything on the street and they're trying to like tell you, like you can't film here, you have to get a permit. You don't need a permit or you can get a student permit and it's only $25 versus $1,200. Wait, I never, I didn't yeah. know that. There's so many student perks. Like at the end of the day, being a student is like one of the smartest things you could do. Wow. You get a student discount everywhere. You can use their library, which is like the best resources. Yes. Yeah. That's so, really cool. Community colleges are like some of the best schools, in my opinion, because yeah. they're affordable. And I went to a community college the first two years. I got into almost every school I applied to and then decided not to because I was like, I don't really feel like being in debt. Yeah. So I went to community college. And then I transferred to school online because I knew I wasn't going to be able to just go and sit at a university, yeah. similar to you. It was yeah. just not going to happen because I was doing too much. wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. I did but... community the first year and a half. I transferred yeah. to the school I'm at now, mm-hmm. spring of my sophomore year, so just a semester earlier yeah. than you normally would. But yeah, I'm like so for community college. Also, I mm-hmm. literally am not in debt at all. Like Me I neither. paid tuition in full because I did community college. You know, like that it was so helpful. Like you save so much money it's not even totally. funny and i got a 4.0 in community college which like literally i was an ib student in high school yeah so in high school i had like a 4.4 gpa in That's high school crazy. and i had a really high sat score so like i was set to go to any school i wanted to go to and then i was like uh, i don't have a scholarship anywhere i got a scholarship at one school but it was still gonna be like 40 grand a year to go there and yeah. i was like this just is not smart for what i wanted to do i was like i'm gonna work in media or producing I don't even need to technically go to school for this but I wanted to just to learn so community college was awesome but because I got straight A's in community college I got a scholarship to the next school okay so I ended up paying for school it was like a total of like six thousand dollars for everything like total for the two years total for community college and the university wow that's like really really good yeah it's so much cheaper it's not even funny like the difference and just in general I mean depending on where you want to go like with community college, like you would, if you go to a community college and you move out of state, mm-hmm. and like let's say you want to go to like a private school or whatever, like yeah. you gain residency because totally. you move. It didn't end up making a difference for me because like mm-hmm. I moved here and like now I'm a resident. But it does like you just there's so many things that you save money with. Yeah. And I was like like I know myself especially growing up. And if I didn't do what I'm doing now, I would have never just done community. I would have like wanted to go to a four year totally. or like something. And I'm so glad that I didn't because I was, like, way too stubborn at the time. Like, I would have been, like, no, I want to go. Like, where are my friends going? Whatever, mm. blah, blah, blah. And, no, I'm, like, so glad that that's I did That's why, it. like, I don't know. It's, like, when you're in school, especially if you go to a school that's, like, a college prep school, they put so much pressure on you to go to a university mm-hmm. right away. And you can do so many school hacks to not have to pay that much for school. It's, like, like what you said, if you move where you want to go to school, like, let's just say you live in Texas and yeah. you want to go to UCLA and you know that's the school you want to go to and your heart's there, move to L.A., 
go to SMC for two years. Yeah. Then you get all your general eds completely done. And then you can transfer in. And if you have good grades, they'll give you a scholarship. And also, not to mention, it's like easier mm-hmm. typically to transfer in. Totally. To SMC specifically, their Amazing. transfer rate is like, I think it's actually the highest in the country or yeah, something it is. like that. It's really crazy high. Mm-hmm. So people who would have never gotten into UCLA out of high school are yeah. going to, like, they're able to go to UCLA because they go to SMC, you know? And it also gives you the luxury of, like, not having to take the SAT. Yeah. If you don't want to and not putting that burden on yourself. Like, the one thing I regret in high school was putting grades above learning and just enjoying the high school experience. Yeah. Like, When you're in high school, you get to experiment with what sports you want to play, with what you really want to learn. You get to do, like, all these cool extracurriculars. Like, even public schools offer so many cool things. And so many kids don't take it because they're so pressured to go to a four-year university. I think unless you want to work in politics or law or be a doctor, like, it's literally the most pointless thing. Like, one of my friends went to UPenn for philosophy. Never used his degree, <laughs> is in so much debt. It's crazy. Yep. Another one of my friends is an artist, went to USC and is in $250,000 worth of debt. Oh my God. I can't imagine anything worse. It's just like, unless if you do have parents that will pay for it, like yeah. amazing, go. Yeah, for sure, but go like, then. God. Yeah, no. That's so. If you're in high school, do your research. Yeah, really, because you can hack going to school for, like, little money. No, you really can. There's so many ways around it, but they don't teach you that. Like, no. they don't. no one tells you that. There's so many things that you can do. Also, I think, like, education, in my opinion, is, like, really powerful. And totally. it's a great thing. I also think, unless you have, like, a solid reason as to why you're not going, like, for mm-hmm. sure, not everything is for everyone. Totally. So if you have another thing that you're pursuing that, like, it doesn't make sense, totally, like, by all mm-hmm. means... But if not, and, like, I don't mean this in, like, a wasting money way because, I mean, like, go to a community college, get your gen ads, whatever. It's good structure to your mm-hmm. life. And also, like, you're not going to want to do everything that you have to do in life. Totally. So I think it teaches you to do things you don't want to do, you know? Yeah, I think also, like, we both had the luxury of kind of having something to come out to L.A. for yeah. and having friends built in. So, like, I totally understand people that are like, I need to get out of my parents' house. Like, I can't be here anymore and go to school. Like, I get yeah. it. For some people, it's, like, not a choice. They're like, I, this I is my way go. out. And it's worth being in debt because you're like, cool, I got to go out. Or this was my way. I got to move to New York. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is how. And they took, like, the leap of faith in totally. order and it pays off and stuff. So for sometimes sure. I think 100% it's worth it, even if you're majoring in something that people are going to put down. They're like, they're like, oh, you shouldn't major in communications. You're not going to need it. Like, some people need to go to university. But I also think, like, my school was, like, such a preppy, like, college prep school that they had, like, oh, wear the T-shirt of the university you're going to go to. And all the yeah. kids that were going to community college felt like shit about themselves. Yeah. And it's, like, that's where I'm also, like, that's where I think, like, schools need to not focus on and like of course people should be celebrated for getting into these schools but kids should also just be celebrated for working hard and like making smart choices and going to community college yeah like I'm so 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 thankful my high school counselor he was like your grades are amazing you go to you can go more or less any school you want to go to but why are you going to waste your money he's like you know for sure you don't want to be a doctor you know for sure you're not going to be having to go to like university you're only going to get your bachelor's or your master's maybe he's Mm -hmm. like you don't need a PhD for what you want to do there's no point and you yeah no point at all but even if you do want to be a doctor you can still go to community college and be a doctor exactly like, you can still go and take all the classes you need to take and it, like, it's also a thing where it's like if you don't get into the university you want to go to it's not the end of the world no it's not at all at all in the at slightest all. anyway most of my the- friends who had like heartbreaking stories that they didn't get into the university mm-hmm. that they wanted and they were like sobbing over it are like so glad that they totally. didn't get in they're like either like save so much money or they're mm-hmm. so happy with where they're at and it was a school they wouldn't have picked before mm-hmm. i also think college and just you know specifically college it's like a nice midway between like your childhood and like adulthood 100 because like living in a dorm is not the same thing no. as living as an adult in like Mm-mm. wherever you're living it's just not the same thing no. it's a nice like middle ground almost like safety net totally to where like you can like you still have a lot more room to like make mistakes than you would when you're like an adult and on your own you know yeah and like i think some people definitely need that like i moved out of my parents house when i was like 17 i was Same. like peace i yeah and we like, both moved into like we it, that wasn't the situation for us totally but i think some people like need that you totally. know what I mean? and i think that's awesome i think everyone just needs to do what works for them and they need to stop buying into this pressure of like 
it being, you know, such a big deal to go to these schools. Because once yeah. you graduate college, no one gives a shit. No one cares. Literally no, no one cares. No one cares where you went. No one, like, literally no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about, like, producing cool. and writing and stuff yeah. with you. Because, like, I've known forever that you've done that. But, like, let's take it from, like, if someone's listening and doesn't know what that is, can you, like, explain it, like, basically for dummies? Totally. You know? I think it's funny because a lot of people don't know that's what I've been doing. Especially yeah. when I took, like, a two-year hiatus off of YouTube. Like, that's mostly what I was focused on. Everyone's like, what? Because nothing that I've made has been on TV yet because I don't think people know like what a process yeah getting a show from like in your head to like network television like what that looks like or on a streaming platform so basically my situation was a little bit different than I think anyone else's because uh, I had the luxury of being a YouTuber and mm -hmm. having a management team behind me that kind of already had those connections which also makes me so thankful I didn't go to film school because I just had film I was lucky enough to have film school kind of come to me in that way yeah so one night it all started when I was like 19 I had like this crazy dream because I, I lucid dream all the time, mm -hmm. but I had this crazy dream and I woke up in the middle of the night and I wrote the whole thing down. I called my manager the next day and was like, I have this crazy idea. I think I want to write a screenplay. And she was like, do you know how to do that? And I was like, well, I have no idea, but I don't know. I want to try to make this happen. So she knew a production company, called up the production company. I brought my notebook in and just told her this dream that I had. I thought selling a TV show was like the easiest thing ever. And I thought that's how it worked. And she was like, this is amazing. When do you want to get to work on this? And I was like, yeah, this is how you do it. But it's, I was just so lucky. So I worked with the production team. Well, I met with like probably 15 different writers until I found one that I felt like made sense for me that I really got along with. And so we found him and then we wrote and developed the show for like eight months like every week we'd meet, we had a giant whiteboard and it was like me, three other producers, the writer, and then they would always throw a couple other people into the mix to just give okay. input. So we built the whole story. We built the whole world, did everything. Like it was such a tedious process, but it was amazing. And then we made a proof of concept to then pitch to network. So basically everyone does this a little bit different, but we made like a 10 minute pilot. It's on YouTube. I think it turned out kind of cool. cool, but we like had to meet with a director for that. We had to cast actors for that. So it was super cool. It was really fun to shoot. We shot it over like three days, but we treated it like a TV show. Like we had extras. We had That's full cool. set. That was cool to see too, because it didn't end up going to TV, but just getting to see that like 10 minutes was really yeah. awesome. Then we went and pitched the proof of concept and this whole slideshow that we made and the script to network usually have around 30 minutes. I talked, writer talked, director talked, and then they say yes or no. So we had one big network that said yes, and then it didn't end up passing. It, it goes like multiple rounds. So we basically got picked up and then it didn't get greenlit to make a pilot. Okay. So they just decided... Another TV show came out that exact week that looked almost identical to ours. Uh, uh, so, I mean, you have no way of, like, knowing yeah. what's going to come. And, like, it was a very different show, but it looked similar enough from the outside that they were like, oh, my God. Yeah, you can't do that, then. That, so, like, sucks. Yeah, but also I learned so much, so it didn't suck at all. Yeah, that's really um, true. And I think with that idea, I kind of want to explore it more in the future and kind of shift it a little bit. And I think it's going to be a blessing because I think I'll end up making it cooler and kind of flesh it out in a cooler way. But then I ended up like writing this script with another writer that was a movie. And we sold that one weirdly the same week as we sold the other one. So I was like, this is easy. Mm -hmm. But that was just kind of based on like my adolescence and my first couple of years in L.A. kind of morphed into one. And yeah, that one, same thing, got picked up and then they changed basically the, the head of the department that bought our project. And then she really wasn't feeling it the same way the other guy was. And he couldn't bring it with him. So it was just like, legally, it got locked in this other company. The other mm -hmm. producer that wanted it couldn't, it was just a mess. But I legally got that script back this year. And That'd I don't cool. think I ever want to do anything with it because it has so, like too much to do with my journey with mental health. Yeah. Yeah. And then right now I worked with another writing partner. This is the one that like hopefully will sell soon because we're like actively pitching this one. And we just attached somebody to the project. So hopefully it'll happen. But we worked on that for a year. We developed the whole story. We wrote the whole pilot. So even that alone, just the pilot took a year. And we'd meet up three times a week and really okay. diligently work together. Yeah. When you're meeting up and you're in these rooms, like, what are you doing? Depends. Every time you're doing something different. Sometimes the first time I met with the writer on the last project, we she would just ask me about my life. She was like, okay, so what parts of your life, this, 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 and that? And we would just kind of candidly talk about everything. Originally, we met up together to produce a show about beauty gurus. 
And yeah. I was, I signed to a new management company and she was there as well. And so they were like, oh, Lex has a past in this. Maybe you guys could do a reality show together. And I started telling her about my life and she was like, well, no, I'd rather write this as a comedic writer and like make a dark comedy with you. Yeah. So sometimes we'd meet up and just watch stuff. Sometimes we'd meet up and watch videos. Sometimes we would like break it down. Sometimes she'd have me act things out. Just different every single time. We'd like flesh it out together. She'd kind of write it. I'd kind of like write on top of it, Google Docs. So yeah, it's different. Sometimes you're like actually using like proper structure. Sometimes I'm just like acting out scenarios with her. It's really different every time. Yeah. But usually it's like a giant whiteboard in the room and you're just writing down all the characters, how they intertwine. Everything I write is very character driven. So that to me is more important than the world. Like the world is obviously the most important thing. The world is where there's like the rules and limitations of mm. what the characters can do. So there's always rules to the world. And if you break the rule, the story doesn't really make sense. So I'll like kind of create the world and then how the characters interact with each other and then build really, really long stories for each character. Because to really have depth in a three-dimensional character, you have to know everything they've been through. So sometimes the writer and I would just like talk about that character's childhood mm -hmm. or we'd figure it's it's just, it's so different because some people write in different ways and especially when you have a different when you have a writer that writes completely opposite of what you do yeah. it's like a lot of it just ends up being like oh, okay cool I'll swallow this if you swallow that and let's throw this there and let's throw that but I don't know if any of this made any sense no, it does. do you just meet like in like the same place every time? Like, is this like an office space or like a WeWork or like apartments? No, or? sometimes it's my house. Okay, Usually cool. it was my house because I had like everything already set up. With the first script, they had an office. So I would just go into the office like a couple times a week and we'd work there. The second writers, they kind of were more hands-on. I kind of, we were all just like on a Google Doc and mm -hmm. I would kind of just make adjustments and we would meet. We had another office that we would all meet in, but like not frequently. But yeah, that's kind of like, I think the scripted stuff that I produced and now I'm kind of looking to produce more like non-scripted stuff to live on YouTube. Because cool. I genuinely think that's kind of where the future of media is. Yeah. I don't even really know if it's like in TV anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say, do, would you rather like sell to TV? Would you rather sell to like a streaming platform? Absolutely a streaming platform. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's usually who we would end up meeting with. Like at first we would meet with like a big network, but then every network wants to have a streaming platform. Sure. So it would be like, oh, no, 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 but this network wants this. And like, we'll buy it if you put it on like CW Seed or like stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. What about acting? Acting is something that I like doing. I think it's fun. I don't really know if it's something that I like absolutely want to pursue as a career. Okay. I don't really know if it really is the best career. I think for some people it's like the most amazing thing ever. Like my best friend's an actress and like, I literally am just, like, so amazed that she does what she does mm -hmm. and so, like, grateful that she does what she does in the way that she does it. But she's also someone that's, like, a tough cookie that can, like, handle anything. And I think I'm just so, like, even, like, when I'm acting, I go into such, like, a personal space that I don't really know yeah. if I want to do that for a long time. Yeah. I always think that even, like, obviously, it's, like, a much smaller scale with, like, YouTube and stuff. It's, mm -hmm. like, it is oddly draining yeah. because you're like filming yourself totally and it's just whatever I always think I'm like so excited I literally got off a call on the way to the studio here about another project and I'm like I'm just so excited to be working on something that has nothing to do with me totally personally you know I mean that's why I took two years off of YouTube and honestly I took two years off of acting like I ended up yeah. shooting the show and then after that I like called my team and I was like I need a break from this like I'll go on an audition every now and again if it's a project that I'm like this isn't me at all and I can pull away from it and not put so much of my own personal life into it. But I didn't really, I mean, I don't really audition that much anymore unless yeah. it's something that I'm like, yeah, I want to work on that. But then usually those projects, they're already going to go with the star. So it's like, ugh. it's like, yeah, it's draining. So I think stepping back from it and doing more like image consulting and like brand consulting was like also such an amazing luxury to get to do that. Yeah. But I think ultimately I'm probably going to like completely change my mind because that's what I'm the queen of. But ultimately <laughs> I don't want to be on camera. Yeah. I don't really want to act unless it's in comedic roles. Unless I could be like a Tina Fey, I don't really want to. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be like, I, I just, I, I think that would watch fast forward. I'll end up being a dramatic actor, end up on camera for the rest of my life. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think ultimately I want to be behind the scenes. I'd rather just produce and write from a back-end perspective. Yeah. You know, maybe every now and again hop in an episode that I really like the character, but you I don't know. Do. Yeah. I think what's cool, too, like, with what you're saying is there's, like, freedom in changing your mind. Totally. Because there's, like, times where I'm like, I for sure want to do this. And then if a year or two later, I'm still stuck in that. And I'm like, oh, that's what I want to do. But it's only because it's, like, what I've said I want to do. Totally. I don't let myself change my mind. Like, yeah. I'm like... I don't know if it's like a 
not it's not even like a pride thing i think it's just like a, i haven't like checked in with myself and i'm like totally. oh am i really do i even really want to do this yeah and like i was listening to this podcast it's earned manage with like hillsong creative or something it's like that was the best episode i've ever listened to and he was just talking about how and one of my mentors always says this she's like i'm constantly evolving but every three years there's like a definite shift in like me and what i want to do and what i'm like just everything about that. She's like, at the core, I'm always like who I am and like who I am is always going to follow me in like a good way. Totally. But it, it's just like giving yourself freedom to like change your mind and just doing different things. Also, like our jobs, like YouTube and all of this, like what we're doing now was not a thing 10 years ago. Yeah, for sure. So it's also like when people are like, what do you want to do? Whatever. I'm like, things are just always evolving. Like things, totally. I'm like, I'm sure what I'm really like 10 years from now, what I'll be doing, I probably doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Because that's just like typically like the stuff I've been doing. I'm like, it's just like, you know what I mean? It's not like. Yeah. Or, or it does exist and it's something that you never thought you were going to do. Yeah. Or it's something I could have never seen myself doing and I'm yeah. like obsessed with it, you know? Totally. I think it's also like living in 2019, soon 2020, like we have this incredible luxury of getting to switch what we want to do. Yeah. I think we're finally living in a generation where you don't have to kind of map out what career you want at 18. Mm-hmm. Like you really get to just, you know, if you want to be a screenwriter, you can be a screenwriter for two years. And if you decide you don't want to be like, if you're interested in something, take a free VC class and be like, oh, do I actually want to start my own business? Yeah. I think especially us as YouTubers, like we do have a massive luxury of getting massive. to change our life or getting to change our minds all the time. All the like time. all my friends make fun of me. They're like, you have a different career ambition every other hour. You want to be a chef one day. You want to be a photographer the next. You want to be in journalism the next. You want to do all these things. And I just don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like people have kind of shamed me for that. No, I think that's like the coolest thing about you. Like, I love that about you. Thanks. But I don't know. I'm like, I thought like maybe I want to go back and be a therapist when I'm in my 50s. And like, I don't know, I might end up going and getting my PhD. Like, I have no idea what I'm going to do next. I just get bored so quickly. And like, I love to focus on one thing. I'm very detail oriented. I'm also very like big picture. So I don't know. I just like to view myself as like an overall entity and be able to kind of do whatever I want within that spectrum. Yeah. I don't know. I think that is a huge luxury of being on YouTube is mm-hmm. that obviously we have the freedom. Like not everyone has that. Yeah. I think everyone has like anyone can do it, but we just have it in a way that's like we make our own schedule. Like mm-hmm. so it's it's easier in that sense for sure. Totally. And there's just like more like it's just like a huge privilege from that. But it's just cool like evolving and changing. I'm like there's so many things or like I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but like not being married to your first idea. Mm-hmm. Cause oftentimes it's like one idea leads you to the next, which leads you to the next. And seven down the line, you're like at what you really want. And it's like if I would have just stayed, like there's so many things that I'm like now, especially, I feel like are really coming together. Mm-hmm. Like I was vlogging earlier and I'm like, if I would have told like my 16 year old self like what I'm doing now I would probably cry but I'm like it's exactly really like what I wanted to do then oddly enough Mm -hmm. just like a little bit different maybe or like like it looks different but it's kind of like I've always wanted stuff like this you you know know that game we're not really strangers Okay, no, but I've seen you post yeah. it. I really want it, but it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. I saw you post I, it. Karine yeah. needs to get a pre-order. She's like the girl that made it is literally the coolest person I've ever. Oh yeah, met. no, I've looked, I've looked but, it up. Um, like I want it. Even the Instagram is awesome. But one of the questions in the game, I had to pre-order it. One of the questions in the game was like, "Would your younger self believe where you are now?" When I was like even fourteen, I knew I was going to be doing what I was doing. Yeah, same. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew my life was going to look what it looks like right now. Yes, because I just didn't give myself another choice. I was like, whatever it takes to get there, like I need to be doing something where I'm constantly sharing my opinions and listening to others and I'm constantly stimulated in what I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've kind of always known this was what, what was going to happen and I'm thankful that it did work out. But also I feel like we're saying like, oh yeah, we have this incredible luxury to be YouTubers, but we've also like worked, worked our ass really off. hard. Like yes. I didn't get to have the luxury of like a high school experience because Same. I was like looking at contracts in my car when everybody else was off at lunch. Yeah. Like I was like the weirdo at school because I was learning beyond what I needed to learn to like keep up with all these adults that were doing YouTube full time. Yeah, exactly. I talk about this with my friends all the time or even like my mentor, I talk about her this all the time, but I got breakfast with her last week and mm-hmm. I was just talking to her and I was like, do you know what I would give to like my friends at school? Or like, oh, do you like want to go to like the mall after class or whatever? Like, and they're all going, they're like, Kenzie, come. And I'm like, do you know what I would give to like just be able to do that? And oh I'm like, God. but I like there's, I'm like, I literally know, like check my Google calendar. I'm like, I know what I'm doing up until next Thursday all mm-hmm. day. Like, and it's not me like not prioritizing. Like I do prioritize seeing friends and mm-hmm. people because if not, I'll go crazy. And like, I think that's like yeah, what matters most in life anyways. But I'm like, as far as like last minute things, and she was just like, you can't like despise a sacrifice. This is why you are where you are. Like, it's not a chance. I'm like, I always want to be very grateful of like what I have, but also 
it took a lot of work to totally. get there. And people, especially like being in school, like I'm with just like a bunch of like amazing college students who are like so incredible and like the best people ever, but they don't like necessarily get what I do. So they think I just post an Instagram photo sometimes yeah. and like make X amount. I mean, they don't know how much money I make, but like make mm-hmm. money from like posting an Instagram photo. And even then I'm like, no, but like that's definitely like the easiest of the deals to do. But it's still, it's like, but you didn't see like the six, seven years before that it totally. took to even get here. And the contracts you have to go through. And yeah. the, like, you need to know this. But, like, there's so much totally. more that goes behind it, you know? Yeah, like, I don't really know how to express, like... Because it sounds bratty if you're, like, okay, I... Like, I obviously, I'm so grateful that everything worked out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like even, like, weird being, like, oh, well, you don't know how hard I worked. But, like, I did this video with Jubilee where it was, like, do all influencers think the same? Mm-hmm. And, like, truly, I love that company. I think they're amazing. But they, like, kind of pinned me up to fail in the video. Yeah. Like, if you watch the video... I am, like, the one person that kind of does what I do and, like, looks the way I look. Like, I really do think, like, I was automatically going to be portrayed as, like, the ungrateful brat. Yeah. Which I don't know if it just came down to, like, who was able to show up that day or, like, what that looked like. But, like, I felt like I was literally doomed walking into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, all the comments are basically, like, you don't know how easy your life is. People work so hard. And I really am not trying to belittle how hard everybody else works. Like, I totally understand, like, sacrificing for your family, sacrificing for your future, and, like, working physically hard at jobs. But, like, at the same time, like, yes, I'm so lucky I have a job where I get to travel the world and I get to spend time with my friends and I get to build my own schedule for the most part. But at the same time, it's, like, I've sacrificed so much of myself mentally for this. And, like, that's something that I wish I could kind of have back in a way. Like, if I look back on things, I don't regret any of it. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, one of the questions was, can anybody be an influencer? And I was the only person that said no. And I was like... No, you can't. Well, everyone else was like, yeah, anyone can do it. And I'm like, no, like no one wants to give up that part of themselves that they get to keep. Like, I feel like very little bits and pieces of me I have not shared. Yeah. Because it's almost like your, your audience doesn't like pressure you, but it's almost like... I don't know what that force is that makes you think the more you share about yourself personally and the more you give away is what's going to make you a better creator. I feel like that's the same common thread. I've talked to every creator from gamers to vloggers to family vloggers. Like that's what drives everyone to needing to take breaks and like going crazy is you just like only have so many marbles in your jar and you end up just like taking the marbles you have for friends, taking the marbles you have for your future, for your sanity, and just giving them all everywhere else. And like you look down one day and like you literally lost your marbles. I was talking to like a few people who like do similar, like what we do. I actually think that Lauren said this really well in my podcast. I don't remember. But like when I was younger, I was really quick to share things online. And like as you get older, like the older I've gotten, the less I've shared And it's, like, I've had, like, I had a rough childhood. Like, I did not, I had an amazing family. I mean, I have an amazing family, but I'm, like, it was not by any means this, like, really easy thing. But I'm, like, there are things that I've shared that are since, like, privated. But, like, there are things that I've, like, shared growing up. And I'm, like, I don't know if it was that, like, I was, like, more naive. And I was, like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, this can't happen. Or I get older and you're, like, in bigger rooms with bigger people. And you're, like, oh, wait, I don't necessarily... I don't, I don't know, like, who's watching you or, yeah. like, who you're friends with or, like, whatever it is. Totally. I'm, like, there's something. But, like, as I've gotten older, that has been something I've, like, cautiously thought of more because I'm, like, before I felt like... And I still... I genuinely do feel like people who watch me are, like, friends of mine. Like, yeah. there's, like, a closeness. But there's also, like, a level of, like, protection that you have to have just yeah. to, like, keep you sane. I like, think what something. it is is it's, like, when we're younger, we don't think we're interesting enough on our own. Which, yeah. like, even... This sounds horrible, but when you're young, like... Truly, you haven't really done that much. Very true. Like, when you're 16, it's like you're a high school student and, like, the, your interests are what makes you special and, like, you shouldn't feel that pressure to share so much. But, like, that's kind of all you have to talk about. Yeah. I think as you get older, you realize, like, oh, my God, like, I have now this freedom to get to express who I am. I don't live in my parents' house. I don't live in my small town anymore. And I think that's where you become more interesting. But I don't know. I think 16-year-olds are so interesting in their own and, like, sharing yeah. their opinions. But it's like when you're younger, you don't have that confidence and feeling just good enough in your own skin. You feel like, oh, I need to do this, or I need to change this, or I need to play up on this idea or that idea. And of course, we still go through that when we're older. But I think, like, my whole thing was, like, I used to talk about mental health a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that was something that I felt the need to do at the time, and I'm glad that I did. But now looking at it, like, people still hit me up, and all they want to talk about is mental health. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good Lord, I do not need to share this anymore. Like even the script that I wrote about it, I'm like, I don't want this to go out into the world anytime soon. And I now think like I'm genuinely interesting enough and in who I am as a person. And I think my opinions are interesting enough and what I want to share is interesting enough that I don't need to talk about my trauma online. Yeah. Like I don't need to talk about what I went through as a kid or what I went through in my teens or my 20s. Like if I want to share it, I'm going to share it because I think it'll help people. But I don't need to do it to have people think that I'm more interesting. Yeah. Or I'm a better creator or I'm like a more honest creator. It's like, no. Like now I don't really share that that much of my personal life. I'm working on like a project that I'll have to share a little bit more. But even at that, that's more of just like the things that you would share on your Instagram close friends. Like mm-hmm. I don't share a lot of stuff even with like people in my life. Like I think as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't need to talk about what went down with this person or what I'm sad about. Like, it, I don't know. It's cool being able to keep stuff like that for yourself and get yeah. to go through that by yourself without everyone looking at it. I agree. Or just, like, in general, I think there's just been, like, especially me in the past year, like, a big shift. I'm, like, there are certain things that I, like, really keep to myself. Or it's, like, Mm -hmm. me and my family and, like, my closest friends. I'm, like, I've had the same... I'm lucky to where I really have had the same friends growing up since I was, like, 10. Like, I... That's not normal. Like, like my best, best friend is coming to visit me tomorrow. Like, it's just, like, it's not normal. Yeah. And they're amazing. But I look at that now and I'm, like, my biggest regret... Not regret, but, like, something that I look back on that I know was affected by YouTube was I was so focused on, like, YouTube in high school and stuff. That was one thing. I'm, like, I was so ready to, like, get out and move that I didn't realize how, like, amazing my friends were until I got here. And it was, like, a year in, and, like, four of my, like, best guy friends from home came to visit, and they left, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe that, like, my entire life I've had friendships like this, and I completely took it for granted. Yeah. And that was, like, a really big shift, and, like, I not I mean I did take them for granted like I just thought everyone's friends were that amazing because that was all I knew you know and now I realize I'm like it's really not normal to have had the same best friends since you were in sixth grade like that's like that is a luxury like that's not like I have people who have known me and know like so much about me especially growing up like you can't really like they were there when this stuff happened that it's like I call like my best friend Maddie and it's like she knows me so well like if anyone Mm -hmm. in my life knows everything about me it's like her And I'm like, that's stuff that I feel like I took for granted because I just thought it was, like, the normal thing because I was, like, so ready to, like, get out. And, like, even my hometown, like, it's so beautiful. It's so nice. Like, there's just so many things that I feel like I took for granted because I was so focused on, like, the next thing. Totally. Because I, like, loved what I was doing. And it was, like, genuinely, like, pure intentions. Like, well, then why did you get into YouTube? I got into YouTube because I was going, actually, Maddie, my best, best friend, Mm -hmm. So I started watching YouTube when I was younger. My cousins, my whole family is super close. So my older cousins would like watch like Shane Dawson and Kingsley and stuff. And like, I hated YouTube then because it like took the attention away from me. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to watch YouTube at all. And then like middle school, I think hit and like my parents had like a really bad divorce. Like there was just like a lot of stuff going on at home that was like really hard. And so Maddie kept trying, like she had gotten into like YouTube at the time and it was like Megan Ranks and like that whole thing or Megan Rosette at the time. And she was watching YouTube all the time. She's like, watch these videos. You have to watch them. And I was like, no, I don't want to watch them. Like, because in my mind, like, I didn't like YouTube for some reason, which is like very funny now. And then it was probably like, honestly, three months of her trying to get me to watch these videos. And then every single day in like seventh grade, we would walk home from school, walk to Starbucks, and then we would watch YouTube videos afternoon. She would go home and we would Skype every single night for like a year. And we like, I'd always talked about wanting to start a channel and whatever, and then YouTube was kind of like my escape. Like it was like I watched YouTube and that was like my escape from like what was going on. That's kind of like where I went. And then it finally in like freshman, sophomore year, I was like, I really want to do this because like I want to do that for other people. Like it was very like, this is what happened. Like this is what helped me. Like I want to do this. And like this is something I really would like love to do. Totally. And then it just kind of like went from there. But that's how I got into it. So I always tell Maddie, I like credit her with my entire life. I'm like, you can like do whatever you want. I'm like, do you need anything? <laughs> like literally. I'm like, because actually if she wouldn't have like made me do that, I'm like, Endless my life would be so different. For yeah, I'm like, you want to go through my like PR bags? All of it's yours, actually. Like, that's so funny. Literally. It's funny because like the reason why I asked is because so many people get into YouTube because they don't have friends. Like that's why I got yeah. into YouTube. I never had friends. I had like one friend. She moved away when I was 10. And then after that, I was just, like, pretty... I mean, I had friends every here and there, but, like, I had a pretty isolated childhood. The only child till I was, like, eight and a half. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, for me, it was, like, how I made friends. Like, my earliest friends were, like, Claudia and, like, Sarah Bell and Megan. Like, 
those I call my I call them my high school friends because like yeah. those are the people I met in high school. I only really have one friend from high school still. Everyone else I met like literally within the same week, like one of the first weeks I moved to L.A. Yeah. And they've been my best friend since I was 18. Yeah. I've always been like really like social and outgoing. Yeah. But I've also always been like I really liked my like alone time. Me too. So I think I spent a lot of time alone and like like I was editing in high school, like yeah. at school. Me too, in the parking lot at school. Yeah, literally in the parking lot. Or like I would have to, I was in student council and we'd have to like do voting and stuff. And I would sit at the table, the cafeteria, and like you couldn't see my screen. So I thought I was like working on schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And I would never let anyone see that I was editing a video. But <laughs> I would like do the voting and I was like editing and like doing all of this stuff. So mine wasn't necessarily that I didn't have friends, but I think that at the time, I didn't feel like I had people that like really got me because I was just doing something that like not that it was like ever like oh uh, I'm better or anything like that it was like a very different like thing that I was doing slash I think I was kind of isolating myself without realizing it Mm. I think also I was really lucky in the sense of like I accidentally stumbled upon like what I truly love doing to whatever that's going to end up being like it's always evolved from YouTube so I found like my passion and like what I was going to do at 16 so it was like I was doing all of that and like that was I was so focused on that and like it's like high school like that's not you don't do that in high school like that's not normal so it was like just like once we're like different it was just like different like we were just doing different things so I feel like at times like I would maybe like I say myself or whatever but like everyone in high school was honestly like pretty but there was one time people were rude to me about my channel like after I moved out here Like, I really was so lucky. Like, people were so nice. But I think it's because I was, like, a floater growing up. I had, like, my core, core friends, but we were at different schools, and it wasn't, we were never clicky. So it wasn't like that. It's just, like, as we've grown up, like, we've stayed friends, you know? Totally. So I think because I was a floater, I, like, had a good friend in every group rather Mm -hmm. than just one close group. So they kind of looked out for you. Yeah, so I think that's what it was. I think that people felt like they couldn't if they wanted to make fun of me because they were friends with someone who was friends with me. Like, it was like a... They, like, protected me in that sense. Yeah, because you're one of the kids in student council, so you were, like, friendly yeah, with everyone. I, like, yeah. just knew. Like, I was just, like, nice. Like, my dad's very, like, sit with the kid at school. Like, I was just, to, like, my parents yeah. are so, like, you need to be that nice kid. You need to be, like, so anti-bullying. So, yeah. like, I would have been kicked out of my house. Like, I literally. got, like, bullied out of my middle school. So yeah. I was on the flip side of that. Awful. But, no, I purposely went to the high school that I went to because it was enormous and no one would pay attention to me. Like, yeah. I, when I started YouTube... I, I got kicked out of that school because I was a bad seed. <laughs> it was like a super Christian school, but like, but like, but rough. But like the Christian school that would like put like, don't have an abortion or you're a sinner up on yeah, like the Yeah, it's like not a Christian school. It's no, like a, it's like, yeah. a, like, I was like, this whole school is filled with hypocrisy. Yeah, literally. Like, Which is I would true. like challenge the religion teacher to no end. Like, she kicked <laughs> me out of class basically every day. That would have been me. Like, yeah. I was so problematic. To the point where I was, like, obnoxious. But then it was, like, that next year I was, like, I'm going to be homeschooled. And that's when I started YouTube. Yeah. And then my mom was, like, no more. I'd already had 50,000 subscribers by the time spring came. So I, like, picked the biggest school I could go to with the plan of being completely anonymous. Yeah. So at that point I, like, chose to not have friends because I was living a double life. But the friends I did pick, (laughs) the friends I did pick were, like, people I knew weren't going to expose me. Yeah. Not going to expose Oh my gosh. Okay. We've been talking for like an hour. Wow. So, well, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, Where can they find you? Uh, You can find me youtube.com slash Alexa. You can find me at Alexa Lucy on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, right now, my dad acts on Hulu. Perfect. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you guys did, let me know by leaving a little rating, a nice review. Um, Every now and then I go and read the reviews. I feel like I don't read them as much as I could, but sometimes podcast reviews are kind of a little bit harsh. So, you know, it would be nice to see some nice ones. Um, If you guys have not already, again, join the secret Facebook group, check out the merch, check out our Instagram. I'll have all of Alexa's stuff down below if you guys are interested. I love you guys so much. Um, I'll talk to you guys next week.